0: girl ready for another week to shine sparkle and slay just like every week we'll be learning how to build confidence and business skills so you can show up as the person you've always wanted to be but didn't think was possible get ready to shine by breaking out of that low self-worth sparkle when you realize just what you're capable of and slay by holding each other up i'm stephanie rodriguez and this is the shine sparkle slay podcast let's get started Hey, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in again today for another episode of the Shine Sparkle Slay podcast. Like every week, we are bringing you rock star entrepreneurs that are here to bring some value to this audience by sharing some of the lessons learned, some of the stories that they took to share how they got to where they got today, some of the hard work that's going into all the things that they're doing, just any tips, tricks, advice that we can give to all the entrepreneur listeners that are out there so without further ado, I am super, super excited for this conversation today and to introduce to you the guest. So we're going to start a little different because your AKA name is DJ Scoob. Can you start us off with what that is? And can you do the voice for us?
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I always get requests of the voice so I could go. <laughs> okay.
0: OK, so. We had to start it that way, because you guys can already tell, like, this is going to be a really fun conversation just based off of that. Like, I just loved it. We had to do that. So thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, that's so amazing. So cool. We're going to get into more of how this voice came about and how it's part of your brand and all that as we get into the conversation. But thanks for kicking us off with that.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. So Jesse Blount, did I say that right?
1: That is correct.
0: Perfect. You are the host of Undiscovered Entrepreneur Podcast.
1: That's right. That's right. The podcast uh, actually is going to be hitting a year in November, so it's coming up here real quick.
0: Congratulations. That's super exciting. Super exciting. Before we get into all that, because obviously as having a podcast myself, I'm so interested in learning like what piqued your interest in doing a podcast and how did you get started and and all those things? But before we jump in, could you share some of your background, like what it is you're doing now, what led you to that, all that fun stuff so we can learn a little bit more about who you are.
1: So I'm going to zip around a little bit on you. I'm going to start where I'm at right now. Currently, I am working two full-time jobs, one at the local hospital here as an EVS worker, which basically means I take around trash all day. And another one is I'm a server at a famous restaurant called Gettin Basted. That's based out of Missouri. So between the two jobs and then I do this podcast. So I'll go ahead and go backwards a little bit on you to start uh, where the podcast actually started from. The podcast actually started from a failure that I had, which also coincides with my name, DJ Scoob. When I first started an entrepreneur adventure and had the very first idea, I wanted to be a karaoke DJ and a music DJ. Because I love EDM music and I love karaoke. So I was like, I want to do this. But I had zero equipment, zero money, nothing. So I was like, okay, I'll go to me page and people will just start giving me money. Eh, that was wrong.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> Didn't
1: happen. Yeah. I mean, I only made a couple hundred dollars in a couple months. And I know for a fact that was my mom throwing in a couple bucks there to make me feel good. You know, <laughs> that's what moms do. We do that. That's right. So, after I was like, okay, you know, this didn't work, why didn't this work? So, I started doing some research, did some reading, well, listening. I listen to my books. I don't read them because I get bored real easily. But one of the books that I listened to said that starting a podcast was a good way to get your word out there about what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to do. So, I have about 20, let's see, in combination probably about 16 to 18 years of sales experience behind me. I was a car salesman for for about 16 years, sold all kinds of different kinds of cars. I also sold water filtration systems, vacuum cleaners, cell phone distance services. so sales has actually been a good chunk of my life mm-hmm. and I figured you know that's really a lot of what I know about, and I want to be able to talk about something that I know about when I do my podcast. So mm-hmm. I was like, let me do an entrepreneur style podcast So I started doing the podcast and I loved doing the podcast and talking to all these amazing people. Uh, all these brand new entrepreneurs. I was like, I'm going to put the karaoke thing on the back burner here for a little bit and just start doing this. And now I've been doing this for over a year. I've talked to some amazing people, including Esprit DeVore. I've talked to Cliff Ravenscraft. And I've also talked to just all kinds of different brand new entrepreneurs that are just getting started in the business and learning their stories. So that's kind of how it all came about.
0: That is so cool. So what I'm hearing, correct me if I'm wrong. So you speak to brand new entrepreneurs. So I think I read those that have been on this journey a year or less. Is that true?
1: Yeah, that's right. A good percentage of my, of the people that I interview are less than a year in their business. And that was definitely when I first started out was a prerequisite of being on my podcast. There was actually a several people when I first started out that I turned down because they were only a couple months you know, over a couple months, over a year, and I was like, sorry, but it doesn't quite quite fit my niche Mm because I wanted to make sure that I give these new entrepreneurs a voice. That's one of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur is getting your voice, a brand new entrepreneur is getting your voice out there and somebody taking a chance on you. Like, I wish somebody took a chance on me when I first started out things, but, you know, I kind of felt like I was new, so nobody was going to want to listen to me. So I want to give somebody that opportunity of having a voice on my podcast.
0: Gosh, I so love that you're doing that because as a new entrepreneur, I so relate to everything you're saying. It is really someone to give you a chance, to give you the voice. And I love that that is exactly your target audience. That's who you want to talk to. You're doing such a great thing. I love it.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's really a great feeling to be able to help so many people with something like this.
0: Absolutely. So how many episodes have you done?
1: So I will be putting out episode 26 next week. Very cool. Um, But technically, I have 31 episodes altogether because I do have an episode negative one, which was kind of interesting, and Mm an episode zero. So, you know, I kind of splashed it around a little bit, but technically, I have 31 episodes out right now.
0: 31 episodes equals 31 guests. So I've got to hear some of these stories, some advice that has been given to you or advice that you have from your own personal journey. I know you have to have tons from all these people you're speaking to.
1: Yeah. And if you listen to my first four or five episodes, one of the biggest words of advice is start. Just getting started is probably one of the hardest things you could do as an entrepreneur. Taking that first step towards something, whether it's just reading a book or just talking to some people that's in your same niche or just getting that one foot in the door to be able to get yourself started and rolling and getting that snowball getting bigger and bigger with little wins. Is really one of the biggest things I could do. And that goes directly into my tagline, which I like to say is, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. Mm, I love that. Now, that tagline, believe it or not, came from my six-year-old son. He's 16 now. But when he was six, he actually said that to me. And I wow. loved that wow. so much. And he's really, he's really, really smart, kid. He plays five different musical instruments. He's doing physics right now, and he's 16. Very cool. Right. So I kind of took that, I ran with it, and it just seemed to fit everything that put together in my podcast. So I use that as my tagline to just get started today, get started like right now, like stop listening to this and get started. No, I'm just kidding. Finish listening (laughs) to this and then get started.
0: But yeah, yeah.
1: Just getting started in your business is what it's really all about.
0: I so agree with you. A hundred percent. But, you know, it sounds so easy, you know, start. So what would you say if someone comes to you and they're like, I know I need to start, but like fear, we'll say fear. That's probably the biggest thing that I hear people talk about. And I even experienced myself too. I mean, it's pretty scary, especially, you know, if you go the route to like start investing and and things like that, like it's scary. So any tips that you would give someone that wants to start, but they just have this like huge fear, like, how do I move forward?
1: Yeah, fear is actually one of the biggest things that I talk about in a lot of my podcasts. And we do talk about fear, but I do have an acronym that I use for fear, false evidence appearing real. A lot of the fears mm. that we experienced as entrepreneurs isn't really a fear. I mean, it's a different type of fear than like, say, a saber-toothed tiger that's coming into attacking. You know, that's one thing. Sure. But I mean, the fear of the unknown, not knowing if this is going to work or not, that's really not a fear. A real physical fear. It's just a mindset that we need to overcome when it comes to entrepreneurship or anything else in in your life for that matter. So, and a lot of things, and I'm going to, I always equate fear with failure because that's Mm -hmm. the one thing that most people are scared of is the fear of failure. So, I also have an acronym for failure, first attempt in learning.
0: I like that a lot.
1: Yes. And now that first attempt in learning, and that's, that basically what that boils down to is when you have a failure, it's not really a failure. I mean, there's two types of failure. There's a failure you learn from and the failure where you throw your hands up in the air and say, that's it, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Now, the ones that we do as entrepreneurs are the learning ones. That's the one we really concentrate on because we don't worry about that other one so much because we wanna continue on with our entrepreneur adventure. We wanna continue on learning consistently all the time. So when we talk about fear, fear and failure, that's kind of what comes to mind when I think of that. So if anybody's starting wanting to start a brand new business and fear failure, think about those two acronyms as you move along.
0: That is genius. I wrote that down because I loved it that much first attempt in Uh learning because it's so true. And I feel like if you're an entrepreneur, you just, you have that in you, you're just like constantly learning. That's what we like to do. And so that's, Exactly how you have to get over the fear is look at failure just as that the first attempt in learning. If something doesn't go the way that you thought it may, then that's okay. Try another route, switch, pivot. So I loved how you just uh, summed that up. That was great.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and and when we do have that fear and we do have that failure, when we come across something similar to the same way thing that happens again, we now we know what to do when that situation comes about. So it's all about learning.
0: Absolutely. I also noted a term that you used, which is zone of genius. That is something before I ventured out into the entrepreneur space, um, <laughs> that was something I hadn't heard before, but I hear it quite frequently now. So what does that mean to you, zone of genius?
1: So zone of genius basically to me is, when, is something that you're doing along your entrepreneur adventure that really puts you in that sweet spot. Now, I'll give you an example for myself. When I have my podcast, when I edit my podcast, which is really weird because a lot of people hate editing, um, I get into a zone where it feels like I've only been working for 10 minutes, but an hour has passed by. But I've crammed so much great information, so much work into that small time frame. And I just lose track of everything. I lose lose track of hunger. I lose track of time. I I miss breakfast. I miss lunch. Dinner might actually happen. Mm. And in that zone is what your zone of genius is, and it's what you really love to do. Mm -hmm. So finding that zone of genius, it can be difficult because a lot of people don't even know what it is. Now, there's a book that was actually mentioned to me from Cliff Ravenscraft, which was one of my guests and is probably one of the coolest entrepreneurs you'll ever come across. Look him up if you get a chance. But he taught me a book called The Big Leap. The Big Leap goes into several different types of ways to find your zone of genius and and ask you specific questions to answer yourself to find your zone of genius. And also if you want a really quick synopsis of that, if you go to the undiscovered entrepreneur uh, episode 25, I go into the four main questions of how to find your zone of genius. So if you want like a quick little blurb on how to find your zone of genius, that's a good place to go.
0: I'll be checking that out for sure because I also wrote down um, the title of the book because Mm -hmm. I am definitely wanting to pick up more of those. I used to love reading in the past and I just haven't had a lot of time over the last year. But I'm looking on the hunt for recommendations. So that one just made the list.
1: I'm on the list. Yay. Yay.
0: (laughs) Yes, for (laughs) sure. All right. I think that's really cool. I didn't know there was a book out there that could help someone find that because, you know, when I talked to a lot of people, they, you know, how did you find out what really excites you, gets you jazz, what some would call zone of genius. Like, it was hard for me to like explain. I can tell you what gets me excited. And I don't think I could tell someone how to find theirs yet anyway. So I think it's really cool that there is material, some education out there that could help someone discover what theirs is.
1: Yeah, if Cliff didn't tell me about that book, I would be a whole different person right now. I would be a lot more stressed. I'd be, you know, not knowing where to go with my uh, podcast, probably. Yeah, the book has definitely changed my life. And I think it could help anybody that that wants to find their zone of genius.
0: Very cool. You said it reduced your stress, which is crazy for me to hear, knowing that you work (laughs) two jobs and you have a podcast and you just mentioned you do your own editing. Are you kidding me? Like, when do you sleep? What's
1: sleep? I don't understand what sleep is. No i I still get at least six hours, and I know the doctors say eight. Six is pretty much all I can afford at this point. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: yeah, it's just a matter of timing. It's very strict scheduling, and you know, making time for everything else. And I have my family too. Like I said, I have a sixteen year old Mm -hmm. son and and my family, and I make time for them too. I'm able to, and that's really what another reason why you want to find your zone of genius, because then you could cram a lot of great work. Into a short amount of time because you're doing something that you really absolutely love, yeah. and that, yeah. when you're doing something that you love that much, you get a lot done in a short amount of time.
0: So spot on, and it doesn't feel like you're working per se. You know, you're doing what you love. You're you're in the zone. It's it just feels good. So I remember when you're, or I remember when I was doing work that didn't feel so good. It was a quite different feeling that I had. It wasn't the excitement. Ooh, let's get this done. Time's flying by. It wasn't like that at all. So huge difference when you find that zone of genius.
1: Absolutely. when you read that book too, if you want to talk about time, uh, it goes into something called Einstein time. I'm not going to explain to it because it takes a little bit of a long time to figure out, but definitely keep your ear out for that. I listen to my books. Like I said, keep your ear out for Einstein time. And that talks directly about it.
0: Awesome. I love all the knowledge you're dropping today. Thank you we are welcome. <laughs> that was awesome, too. Anyone that makes me take a lot of notes is a good guest because that means you're adding okay. value. So thank you.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. If I don't
0: take notes, there's a problem. And I'm taking lots
1: with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Okay. So you talked about all these guests that you've interviewed, and they all have been... In this On this journey of being an entrepreneur for one year, that one year mark is a sweet spot, your target audience. So your favorite guest. I know you just mentioned one, the author of Big Leap. Is that your favorite or is there maybe another one?
1: Actually, he introduced me to the Big Leap, just so you understand. He, he showed me the Big Leap. He didn't author it. The author okay. is actually Gay Hendrick, just so you know what that is. Uh, Cliff Ravenscraft is actually a 25-year veteran entrepreneur. I do... Take little blurb's from entrepreneurs every once in a while, so I can get some insight about you know what they've experienced. But I don't talk about you know how they accomplished things. I talk about how they got started. So that way, people understand that even these new, these experienced entrepreneurs had to start somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But as far as the rest of my rest of my guests, um, let's see. Dragos was amazing. He was a beekeeper. Had his family had a beekeeping company for five generations and he was just handed to him. So that was really interesting. My episode one was always, I always like talking about episode one cause it's my first interview and that's Angela Caddy. And she was a professional organizer, which I didn't even know was a thing when I introduced her.
0: <laughs> I could use her help.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I'm finding out more and more that she actually has a lot of work ahead of her right now. <laughs> um, also, my episode four with Philip Hughes, that was amazing. And he developed a, a SaaS program that takes all your analytics from Google, Yelp, uh, Twitter, all that, and puts all your analytics on one screen.
0: Ooh, that's so instead, super cool.
1: Yeah. So instead of having to go here, go there, look for all your analytics in all these different places on Facebook, it, it, it just all goes on one screen. And you could look right there mm-hmm. and see what it's been working for and what's not.
0: Man, that's really awesome. That's something like when I first became an entrepreneur, like as I started building and growing and all these social media channels and just all these different things to keep up, keep up with that quickly becomes overwhelming. Like there's just so much to check. I would spend all day if I had to, like just looking at all this stuff. So I think it's super cool that he created something like that.
1: Yeah, and we we talked about it for a long time after the fact too and he actually ended up making me an affiliate for his for his uh program. So, that's oh, that man. was really cool. So, he was actually he's actually my first affiliate. Very cool. Let's see what else. I don't know. It's it's hard to really pick him out. Uh let's see. I had uh Jay Robert Parker who is a um a hypnotherapist. That was fun.
0: Oh, interesting. I love that you're picking guests from like different things. You had a beekeeper, you have some analytics people, you have an organizer, like it's different. I really like that.
1: Yeah. I, I don't like, I don't want to say discriminate, but I don't like stick to one type of people, which I really should to niche down, but I just feel i like to get information from everybody in any different type of category. That way, anybody that's looking for that specific category could go to that interview and, and find it. And just to getting the stories from the different types of people, It's just amazing to be able to get all this great information from all different genres of entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, and I hear a lot, you know, niching down and how important that is. And I totally agree with it. I think it's good to do that. However, I mean, for example, you had on a beekeeper. Like, what if somebody is like, walking down the street, listening to your podcast and they're like, you know what? I never thought about being a beekeeper, but this sounds interesting. And then, you know, they look into it. So I think you have the opportunity there to open doors to people that are listening that have no idea like what way they want to go. Maybe they're struggling with different things, but you're able to open their eyes into the direction that they should go. So again, I think niching down is good, but then I also think that there's some beauty in what you're doing by opening up the doors to different people in different area businesses.
1: Yeah, and i really enjoy that, too. I just like getting the different stories. I, mm-hmm. I, and I really hope I get plenty of more story time goes on.
0: Oh, I'm sure you will. You are so fun to talk to. And who could say no to that voice of yours?
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, let's talk about podcasting for a second, because obviously... I'm in po- into podcasting. I've not had someone on my mm-hmm. podcast before that was also a podcaster. So this is oh, pretty me. cool for me. Yeah. Yeah. So you talk about how you became, uh, or you got into podcasting. So you mentioned also that you do your own editing and do you do like, there's a lot of work that goes into it, like the graphics and and all that jazz. Are you one that does all this yourself?
1: Mostly, yes. Um, as far as like the designs go for like my logo and for my podcast cover, my daughter actually did that for me. She's studying to be an animator, and she's currently a teacher for ceramics for kids. Mm-hmm. So um, she actually put my logo together, and if you ever get a chance to see my logo, it's a picture of a pug that's in the, sh- the same kind of coloration as Scooby-Doo, because I couldn't use Scooby-Doo because he's uh, owned by Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and he's wearing a piano tie, and Every day, I wear a piano tie that now I I don't know if you hear this or not, or if anybody can see it or whatever, but it's actually that's my tie.
0: What? That is so cool.
1: <laughs> so I use that as part of my branding, and I put it both together and made a logo. Ta-da! So
0: awesome. Very
1: cool. It was really great to be able to go to a family member and say, "Hey, can you help me with this?" And um. My son helps me behind the scenes a little bit, more, but like 85% of everything else I pretty much do on my own. I do my editing on my own. I do my my thumbnails on my own. I do kind of sort of have a YouTube channel. It's kind of like I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Relate. But Relate. yeah, it's I concentrate mostly on the podcast. So, but mostly everything else I do on my own.
0: That is so cool. So what do you enjoy most? I can tell you what I enjoy most um, from being a host is just getting to talk to amazing, smart people that I never would have been able to meet otherwise. You, for example, our paths probably wouldn't have crossed, but here we are. Just the the opening of possibilities, I think, is just what is so beautiful to me. Just meeting all these like-minded, brilliant people just gets me so excited. So what would you say? What really gets you pumped about the podcast?
1: Well, I want to say my guess, too, but you kind of took that one. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: That's okay. That's okay. No, um, I think, as weird as where it sounds, some of the background stuff I really like, to, I like. Like I said earlier, I like doing the editing. I like making it sound good. I also like, and this is really big for me, the community of podcasters that I'm in, uh, incorporated in on Twitter. I just have a huge family that I've never had before, even knew I was going to have to begin with. Podcasters, and that's the thing about podcaster too. We really are a very tight knit community mm-hmm. that will go to bat for anybody that's in our community. We'll help promote each other. We'll, we'll cross pollinate our podcasts. We'll you know do things like that to make each other bring everybody up. Mm-hmm. You know, because one of the things I like to say I did, I did steal this, but one of the things I do like to say is we rise by by lifting others, and that's, that's kind true. of what we do as a community. That's what we do as a community, not just in podcasting, but any kind of community, whether it be entrepreneurial community, it could be any other kind of community, is just helping each other. And we're all here for each other and to listen to each other and understand each other's problems and, and pitfalls and help pull each other out of the, the dark thin times, you know, and things like that. So community really is amazing to me. And I think that's that's gotta be yeah. That's gotta be the other thing besides, you know, talking to awesome people like yourself, Stephanie is <laughs> is well, the, the community you. that I'm in. yeah, for sure
0: <laughs> Yeah and I like that you mentioned the community part of it too because that's one thing that I've dabbled in it a little bit. I'm not as heavily involved as I know I should be and could be. I've heard a lot about what everything that you just talked about, um, how just like supportive everyone is. I do a lot of other things on children's book journals. I got a fashion boutique, all these other things in addition to the podcast. So I'm trying to, I've brought, I've increased the team so I can, I was spreading myself too thin. So I'm hoping that's one thing. Well, two things that I want to do. I want to start reading more because I think education is powerful and I want to start getting more involved with the community. So I'm really glad that I stole your first answer because then that had you go into the community part, which I think is also very important.
1: Absolutely. And if anybody's doing anything with entrepreneurship or anything else, always look for a community to lean on if you can. And just, Stephanie, just a word of wisdom. Don't burn yourself out. Burnout is definitely real.
0: Oh, yes. I know. I was close to getting there. I was close to getting there, but I figured it out and I brought myself back up. So we're, we're back on track again. But burnout is Good. real no matter if it's in your family life, corporate world, if you're doing your own thing, if you're doing too much, you're there, you just got to realize you're doing too much.
1: Yeah, the, and uh, burnout is really close for me too. Working two full time jobs on top of the podcast, on top of family.
0: Oh, you I know, would imagine. You still got to yeah. take some
1: time to take take a time out and just and just you know take a day and just turn your brain off for a little bit. Watch a really bad movie because that's what I like to do <laughs> in my time off. <laughs> I watch really bad movies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, things like that to give your brain a rest.
0: Yes, that's great advice. And I'm actually going to listen to it. We're flying out tomorrow tomorrow morning for a vacation. It's going to be one that I truly am disconnecting on. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Bad movies. You got to tell us one that you've watched recently.
1: Okay. So my two, I'll give you my two most favorite bad movies. Number one, Manos, the hands of fate deemed the worst movie ever made any, any time.
0: Yep, not heard so of it.
1: That's that's <laughs> number one. Not heard uh Santa Claus versus the Martians.
0: I don't believe I've uh, heard of that one either.
1: Uh, no, you probably haven't. It's a very I actually own both of them on DVD. So <laughs> <laughs> But if you ever want to turn your brain off for sure and just just mold into nothingness, that's your two top movies right there. That's for sure.
0: Noted. Sometimes I need something a little extra to turn this brain off. So if I have a need to watch a movie, those are the two I'm going to go to. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I knew this was going to be such a fun conversation. You are so fun to (laughs) talk to. I love it. (sighs) Awesome. Okay. So you've talked about your podcast, your amazing guests that you have on there. And the target audience, so new entrepreneurs. So I know that there's got to be so much value that you're giving to those that are looking to possibly, you know, go on that journey themselves. So please, please share with the audience where they can find you in this podcast.
1: So um, I'm on all the major platforms, uh, mostly on uh, Spotify and Apple, the big ones. I'm also on Google and Stitcher. Also, if you go to my website, I do have a player on the website and that's U E not com net. And then if you want to get a hold of me personally, you can email me at UEPodcast2021 at gmail.com. And if you want to get a hold of me directly as well on Twitter, that's my that's my home. I I do the Twitter thing. And that's at uh, DJ Scoob. That's S K O O B twenty twenty one. Uh, yeah. And that's where all the basic places you can find me.
0: Very cool very cool. I took so many notes. Like I mentioned, I have a book I'm going to check out. Uh, I specifically wrote down episode 25 of your podcast, but do know that I'm going to be checking out more episodes because everything that you're talking about is my cup of tea. So I cannot wait. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today.
1: Absolutely, Stephanie. It's an absolute honor to be on your podcast.
0: Such a pleasure. All right, guys. So if you're out walking the dog, driving the car, and you did not get a chance to write down, take notes on um, where you're able to find him, no worries. You know that I always got you. You can find all of that information down in the show notes. And as always, if no one has told you, you are worthy, you are loved, and yes, you can. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to shine with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by subscribing to our show and sparkle us by submitting a rating and review. And if you're ready to slay, girlfriend, stop over to our website, shinesparkleslay.com. We have a free gift waiting there just for you.